Good morning. Welcome to Daily Coffee with Carter and Carrie. Today is Monday, July 1st. And Carter just came back from a relaxing weekend. I did. I had a relaxing weekend, which is unusual for me. So, hand rested, ready to go. Ready to go. Uh, well, and apparently I missed some excitement in Portland while I was gone. Oh my gosh. This, yeah, this Portland thing. I, I was so mad this weekend. I, I can't say my weekend was relaxing because I just got too wrapped up and I was just furious about it. So, uh, yeah. For, give an overview for people who plug, unplugged on the weekend. Tell them what. So for people who don't know, Portland, Portland's mayor has pretty much given the city over to Antifa. They regularly have Antifa skirmishes where Antifa um, directing traffic, pulling people out of cars and beating them. This isn't the first time this has happened. This happens anytime a right, some type of conservative or right-wing protest or, or event happens, Antifa thinks it's their duty to come out and attack people. So uh, this past weekend, the Proud Boys were having a march and everyone knew there was gonna be a lot of Antifa violence, like there always is. And uh, this journalist, Andy No, who writes for Colette, he's also contributed to, I believe, the Wall Street Journal, a couple other places. He has been really great at documenting their violence. Like he's he's done a lot of uh, man on the street, almost like Tim Pool. He goes out with a GoPro and he gets right in it and he just gets footage. And they hate him. He's been receiving death threats and stuff from them because they don't like to be filmed. They don't like anyone to, you know, because they're horrible thugs. They wear masks and they commit violence. They don't want you to know who they are and they don't want to be filmed. And so um, they had, there's footage of them. They attacked him. They threw milkshakes at him. Uh, the, at one point, the police said, I don't know if this has been confirmed, but they think there might've been some uh, uh, quick cement in some of the milkshake stuff that they threw. Um, they violently beat him up. They stole his GoPro camera. And he was hospitalized for it. Last I heard, they said he had a, a brain bleed, which can be a very serious thing. But it doesn't matter it, to me. I'm like, it, it doesn't. It, it was a severe and brutal beating, and I think we can we can watch the footage that does exist. But um, but it it the the severity of it does should not matter. You should not be hitting people because you don't like their opinions. Right, and. I did see some footage that made it look like they were adding some sort of powder to the milkshakes. Um, and it wasn't clear what that powder was because you could, it wasn't, the image was too grainy, but it very well might be that it's not just a milkshake. Right. That they were using. But here's some pictures. Here's a picture of, uh, here's a picture of Andy from his Twitter feed. This is him in the hospital. Blood, clearly, clearly injured, clearly beaten. Um, if you want, we can show, why don't we show the video in case anyone hasn't seen the video, Carrie? Yeah, so there was another reporter there who managed to get some footage, because again, they stole his camera, so we don't have whatever he recorded that day. But there was another reporter there who got some footage. I think there's actually two different angles now you can see it from, but um, yeah, let's yeah. roll one of those. I've got one of them. I don't know which one I've got. So Andy is right here. You'll see him being attacked. We'll press play. You can see this guy's punching Andy. And then people are throwing stuff on him. This guy's going to kick him, spraying him with some stuff, throwing more milkshake on him. And then as he's walking away, they're shouting at him and throwing more stuff at him, continuing to assault him. 
every little every little wuss wants to get his chance to throw a milkshake on him as he's walking away um yeah there is another video where you can actually see them stealing his camera and okay this is from michelle malkin's youtube a different angle let's see andy and he's going to be back behind here you'll see Okay, so this is him. They're stealing his camera. This guy's got that. This guy, I think, is stealing the camera. Here, they're hitting him. It looks like someone. This guy also looks like he has a crowbar. Back up a little bit. See that again? So there's like a one-frame crowbar or something, some implement here. And that's Andy. So they're taking his stuff beating him. This is a different angle of the video we saw before. You can see this guy kick him. This guy here is trying to stop them a little bit. Yay, we assaulted the dude. Yeah, and so uh, there's so many things about this that, that anger me. One is that this is happening in America, but the, the biggest is that and, and this is what I was trying to convey yesterday in discussions I was having people. The left, my side, the left, we don't call out our extremists, okay? So look at, the, look at the amount of press coverage that something like, things that weren't even true got. Look at what, at Jesse Smollett. It was wall-to-wall -wall coverage, this hate crime hoax. Um, you had president, people who are now presidential candidates. You had Kamala Harris, um, Cory Booker, Bernie Sanders, Eric Swalwell, um, you had Nancy Pelosi, you had all these people issuing tweets and statements about how horrific it was immediately. You had celebrities immediately talking about it. It was on every cable news channel. And the same thing for the Covington Catholic kids hoax. Um, if you look at the amount of people talking about this, it's almost crickets. You know, and, and again, credit where credit is due. Uh, Brian Stelter at CNN did a short piece on it. Awesome, I'm glad he talked about it. And Jack, what's his name? Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. Did, yeah, he did a tweet about it from CNN. But that's about it. And otherwise, it's been, there, had, there hasn't been the wall-to-wall -wall coverage. None of those presidential candidates who talked about Jesse Smollett immediately or the, the people who talked about uh, Covington Kids or any of these other number of things there, they're always quick to talk about. None of them have said anything about it. And by the way, I don't agree with or believe in identity politics, but they do. And, and Andy is gay and Asian. A gay Asian man was attacked during Pride Month, and they're silent about it. They're hypocrite. They're total hypocrites. And the, and the right, can you, like I was just saying, if, can you imagine if this was, oh my gosh, can you imagine if this was a group of like white nationalists who attacked brutally on camera, a gay Asian leftist journalist? It would be the number one story. As much as I want to say we should give some credit to Jake Tapper and Brian Stelter at CNN, they don't deserve a whole lot of credit because I think the only reason they covered this is Andy is recognized even by them as a reporter. Even though he's on the other side, he's recognized as a reporter. And he's kind of in their club in that respect. They, they're worried about, hey, 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 it's never okay to attack reporters, right? We're, we've always been, we're always uh, sacred. You never can touch us. This is too close to home. They're touching a reporter. 
but they didn't say anything about a much more brutal attack that also happened. I'd like to show that, Carrie, because this one bothers me more. Okay, so you'll see what's going on. You can see someone hitting someone else right back here. All right, you see this guy in black hitting someone right back here. There's that guy. There's an old guy being attacked back there, which we'll get to. So that that attack is going on. You can see also, oh, there was another there's another blow. You can see this person landed with a crowbar or some kind of stick. Right? Then we see this person here has got a crowbar or some kind of stick. So does that person. This guy's going to go hit someone. You saw a crowbar hit here. This guy's trying to help. This guy with the hat. This hat will come off because he's going to get hit over the head with a crowbar a couple of times. The first time he gets hit by this guy, or at least the first time we see, he's holding something here. And let's see if we back up just a sec. You can see there's there he comes in. He's holding something, hitting him over the head. He reacts, obviously, because it gets it hurts hurts. He turns. This guy comes in and hits him on the side of the head. Right? So he turns to see, hey, what what went on? This guy comes same guy comes back in. Not clear what he's hitting him with. Looks like a crowbar or some kind of stick of some kind. Whack. Hits him again. So that guy starts to get under attack. He gets hit again. Even in the foreground, you'll see a crowbar. This person standing right next to the camera picks up a crowbar and hits him. You can see it right in that frame. Right there. There it is. See, You can see his hand and the crowbar. He hits him. This guy now under attack leaves. This guy clearly has a crowbar. You see that guy over there. That's definitely a crowbar, nothing else. That guy goes away. This guy ends up over here. He gets pepper sprayed. You see some pepper spray or mace. Uh, that guy's attacked by mace. Here's the old guy that was getting beaten this whole time. He's back here bloody. He's walking with this backpack. And you'll get to see his buddy face. He was the one that they were beating on. Uh, that presumably this other guy came to help or to see what was going on or whatever. So there's there's his bloody face. You know, old guy beaten with beaten bloody. Beaten bloody. So there's Antifa for you. Carry ordinary people who are there, I guess, supporting the wrong side, or for all we know, just curious onlookers mistaken for being someone Antifa doesn't like. And they are Beaten with a, you can kill someone by hitting them over the head with a crowbar very easily. Very easily. These They've, people have been hit over the head with crowbars. And as you said, crickets from the media. Nothing. Nothing. And it's worse than that. It's worse than crickets because the media has been defending Antifa. Like, CNN in particular, they almost had to run something when people made it a big enough story on, on Twitter, uh, because CNN in particular has been carrying water for them for a while. Um, even after they attacked ABC journalists at a different protest, yeah, they Don were defending Lemon has them. given soliloquies about the beauty of Antifa, basically. <laughs> Don Lemon on camera, yeah, is always defending them. Chris Cuomo, is that how you say his name? 
that yeah. moron. <laughs> He's yeah. done a number of online pieces talking about how, uh, you know, every punch isn't equal and right. they're fighting fascism. He tweeted a picture of the troops storming the beaches of Normandy and compared Antifa to U.S. troops storming the beaches of Normandy. That is, it's disgusting. Right. <laughs> and uh, so they've done, they've done, they've done a, a, a great disservice to people because they are selling this idea that this is a group that's against, that's fighting fascism. That's an anti-fascist group. It is not an anti-fascist group. Look at their behavior. They behave like fascists. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Keith Ellison took down his tweet. He had, he previously had a tweet showing he was you know, reading the Antifa handbook and proud Antifa stuff. So I think some of them are starting to realize, oh, we need to distance ourselves from, from these guys, but not enough. And frankly, it's bad what happened to Andy, but beating people over the head with a crowbar is worse. And that should totally be covered. Yeah, there's the tweet. Yeah, this is a selfie that, uh, you know, who is this? This is the former deputy uh, DNC chair, Keith Ellison. So one of our democratic leaders taking a selfie with the Antifa handbook. This is like taking a picture with a KKK handbook. Like that's what this is. It's interesting that you say that, Carrie, because I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk about, I, I think there's a great parallel between the KKK and Antifa here. Um, the KKK, if you'll recall, the KKK in the Deep South was not officially a part of any government organization, but the, the powers that be, the elected officials and the bureaucracy looked the other way or offered tacit, probably sometimes even direct support to KKK activities. And people turned a blind eye to the violence that they were inflicting, the violence, fear, and harassment they were inflicting on blacks in predominantly in the South. And be, but the powers that be didn't care about blacks in the South. The, the elected officials didn't care. They, they still wished that there was slavery. They were angry about the fact that blacks were free. And they let the KKK get away with murder. Antifa is the modern KKK because they have the same, as you mentioned, the Portland mayor turns a blind eye to this or, or overtly even supports it. He told the cops to stand down. Now, if you're a police officer and you, look, you, took, you swore an oath, not to the mayor, you swore an oath to serve and protect. If you stand down, that's on your conscience. You should not stand down just because you were ordered to stand down. That is on your conscience. You should have protected these people. You were there. But this is what's happened. The power structure in Portland supports them just like the power structure in the Deep South 100 years ago supported the KKK. There's another parallel to draw as well, which is that deep down, these people know they're doing something shameful. They cover their faces. Yes. Okay, they go out and they cover their faces just like the KKK because they know they're doing something disgusting. Yep. And they and they're pretending it's for some just ends, and 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 the reason I'm furious, I'll tell you, is because our side has been protecting them for too long. Nobody on the right, nobody on the right carries water for the white nationalists, as much as they like to pretend that the president does. No, he doesn't. Nobody does. No, everybody. When someone, when someone like Richard Spencer 
is identified as a white nationalist. He gets, everyone makes, makes it very clear. He's not invited to any of our things. Don't show up if you're a white nationalist. You're not invited. We're not affiliated with you. We hate you. You people are horrible. They're all disavowed. The right all, be yes. disavowed all the time. All constantly, the time. constantly. And they're asked to as disavow. They should, as they should. As yeah, they, they should. do as they should. And they're asked to disavow and they do disavow. But nobody, this is what I want to see. I want to see these democratic leaders disavowing Antifa. That would be the next Pelosi, question for debate, Carrie. You can well, it should be. Nancy Pelosi, um, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, all of these people should be today on the news channels disavowing Antifa. All of them. And where are they? Nowhere. Nowhere well, to no be found. No one's asking on them to disavow. No one. Uh, by the way, I, I, I tweeted this out over the weekend. Um, back when, there, was, there was video footage you guys may have seen from 2018 when Mike Cernovich was in the um, White House uh, uh, press room. Mm -hmm. asking the journalists there, why won't any of you ask people on the, the Democrats on the left, people on the left, to disavow Antifa? And it's a room full of the White, White House press yep. laughing at him. Yep. That was a legitimate question then because it was happening then. It's a legitimate question now. I think it's going to, they're going to, I don't know. I was thinking maybe this is a tipping point because this is a journalist who ended up in the hospital, but I don't think it quite is yet. You, no, all we've seen is one little piece from CNN. They're going to end up killing someone before anyone on the left has the balls to come out and say this is wrong. But they, Even but, then, but, I don't think they'll say it's wrong. But, so. Yeah, but here's why they don't want to say it, because they support it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Carrie, you got, I saw you got into a, we'll call it a discussion with someone on Twitter. Personally, oh, I, I, I had to spank that girl. I'm sorry. She needed <laughs> spanking. I was just, it was just a, it was a respectful spanking, don't you no, think? No, no, but it, it was good. But she said something that I think captures accurately the sentiment of a lot of these people on the left, even people who aren't in Antifa, but support it, even, even like I said, even passively. She made a comment that, well, this is how you affect change. You, there's, no other, there's no other way to affect change. You have to be, you have to be violent, basically, is what she said. And... That's telling. And I, I want to I make it clear what Antifa is. I've said this a million times, but maybe people aren't listening. <laughs> I've read their handbook. They do not hide this. This is not me making shit up about what Antifa is. Antifa are Marxists who want a Marxist revolution. They want to overthrow the government by force. That's what Antifa is they are clear about that in their material that's what they are they're not leftists they're not liberals who are upset that gays are are being uh marginalized or that trans people are being marginalized or they're not anti-racists they are pure marxists wanting a violent revolution that's what antifa is and they are being supported by a lot of people in power. That should scare you. And for the most part, they are privileged white people. Yeah, you, yeah. they are yeah, white people behind those masks. Because who else Al wants Marxism? Right, and you can find footage on, online of, uh, there, was a, there was a rally, I don't know, this might've been last year, one of the um, pa Patriot Prayer rallies which Patriot Prayer is a right-wing group. Um, it's founded by people, of, men of color, 
okay? And there's video footage of a, a Portland skirmish of the Portland prayer rally. And then you've got these Antifa people on the other side. And it's just really illustrative of the differences between these two groups because they're trying to say the Portland prayer people are white supremacists or something. They're not. And you can visually look at them and say, oh, wow, this is a pretty racially diverse group, right? And then you've got this bunch of white people wearing masks like the KKK screaming at these people of color, <laughs> calling them racists. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? What is wrong with you? They're like, uh, they're like the people you talk about who they probably grew up privileged to such a degree that they have some kind of guilt. I'm going to sound racist when I say this now, but I, I, there's like part of me can't stand white people. Like I, I, I get that I'm a white person. Like you're the fucking problem. You leftist white people with nothing to do forming organizations like Antifa. You have it too easy. You have it too easy. Welcome to the first world. Find a hobby. Find, Find a, a hobby. fucking hobby. This is not, you are off the fucking rails, legitimizing craziness. You're legitimizing violence. You're legitimizing hitting old men over the head with crowbars because you don't like them. I, I mean, honestly, I think if it wasn't for the elitist white liberals, none of this shit would happen. I'll say liberals, leftists. No, none of right. this shit would be happening. It's not, totally. yeah, there are people of color involved in whatever, but it's mostly crazy, well-off white leftists whether it's Hollywood or wherever it is, it's white leftists who are fucking insane doing this. I think there is a high degree of some type of mental health issues. Um, even that girl I had to give the spanking to on Twitter, <laughs> this is a person who started talking to me, basically, basically defending attacking people if you don't agree with them. Like, here's why we have to be violent and hit people. And... I took one look at her profile and like every single, almost every single tweet is, you know, high as fuck this weekend at a show, like got stoned today and passed out watching TV, you know, super depressed, uh, you know, stuffed myself and ate so much. I feel like I'm going to burst and then felt bad about how my body looks. And so I ate some more, you know, mental illness for the win. Like they kind of brag about their mental illness, but it's what it really is. is a justification. And so what I said to her and what I, what I think needs to be said to a bunch of these cry bullies out there in black beating people up is it's that classic thing where they're probably unhappy about something in their lives. They're not working on themselves at all. And instead they're focusing everything outward. It's like, well, I have mental health problems and therefore it's okay that I stood around all day getting stoned and eating overeating because of my mental issues. And now the way I'm going to feel good and meaningful about myself is to go out and attack other people. That's what they do. It's like, fix yourself, dude. Why are you out there in the streets hitting old men with crowbars? Because you want some sense of purpose in your life, you know, because you otherwise feel purposeless because you are, because you're, you're in like stewing in your own sloth. That's what these people are. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And you're right, Carrie. At some point, someone will be murdered. This will be a murder at some point. I mean, if Andy has a brain bleed, he might die still. I mean, brain bleeds are not, they're not to be taken lightly, even if you're in hospital under care. Brain bleeds aren't a good thing. This old guy, I'm surprised this older guy uh, didn't have, maybe he does have something more serious going on. We don't know. Someone's going to die. And, hmm. and the truth is, the only proper response to violence is violence. 
So someone who understands that on the other side is going to hit back or shoot back or whatever. Someone's going to die. That's what's going to happen here. And just a note to all these, to all you people who are passive out there. And I don't mean not out attacking people violently. I mean, passive in your social lives, verbally passive, kind of letting things go the way they are, You, you know, the government's not supposed to do much. I'm not even, and you know, again, I'm an anarcho-capitalist that fundamentally, but even if we all kind of agree on a small government for the time being, government's not supposed to do much, but they are supposed to, when they're standing there and people are getting hit with crowbars, they probably should step in or at least investigate and arrest the people who do this. They shouldn't tacitly support this stuff. Your government isn't even doing the basic thing, the basic, basic thing that you expect them to do. And that's dangerous. That's oh. dangerous. I do want to point out one thing, though, about cops, because I think it's worth being said. Cops don't have uh, an obligation to prevent violence. They can stand there while you get shot. They do not have an obligation to intervene. They have an obligation to investigate afterwards and arrest. Right? They don't have an obligation to put their, their, themselves in harm's way. Many do. Many are willing to, if, they, yes. if they're not being ordered to stand down. Right. And well, yeah, order that, shouldn't matter, but that's the Yeah, question. but that mayor, by the way, that mayor uh, afterwards tweeted something about how, you know, he saw the footage, it's regrettable, but he stands by the cops standing down. Like, what are you talking about? You should be issuing statements today saying, this is not gonna happen in my city again. And if you come out like this, we're going to bring in a paddy wagon and round all of you creeps up and take, like, if you're wearing a black baklava and carrying a weapon, <laughs> you're going to be put in the paddy wagon. <laughs> well, I mean, at the very least, I, I'm not sure. I, I Look, I, I am much more of a let people wear, they want to wear masks in public, fine. But, you know, it is not that hard. You knew where Antifa was going to be. You knew what they were going to do. It's not that hard to send a few officers into the crowd. And when people start doing anything, you, you know, people get hit overhead with the crowbars when you don't arrest people for throwing milkshakes. Like, that's This what, is exactly, that's yes, this is exactly the point, Carter, arrest yes. Arrest them when they're just throwing milkshakes. Yes, part, it's, it's supposed to be, part of this is a deterrent. You want, the reason they're so emboldened is because they've seen, they've seen the democratic politicians, they've seen the media defending them, justifying their violence. They feel like they're on the right side of history and what's the media telling them and what's, what are the politicians telling them? Oh, I guess we are on the right side of history. I guess it, we're, we're smashing old guys and have a crowbars for justice. Right, and that's the danger of saying, oh, it's just a milkshake, relax. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is just a milkshake. But the milkshake is a test. Can I get away with throwing a milkshake? Yes. Can I get away with throwing a milkshake with a little cement in it? Yes. Okay. Can I get away with throwing a rock? Yes. Can I get away with throwing, you know, hitting you over the head with a crowbar? Yes. Can I get away with shooting you? I think the answer might be yes. That was my most frustrating conversation online. It was, it was actually before I saw the headlines about Andy. I happened to be in a conversation with someone right at that moment, disagreeing with a, a friend of mine who's on the left, who was arguing that he was saying the left, the left doesn't support violence. And I'm like, 
but here's some examples. And I was giving him some examples and I talked about the milkshakes thing and, and how, you know, look at all the mainstream media that was support publishing pieces, encouraging people to throw milkshakes, encouraging pe more people to do it. And he, he kind of conceded the point. I don't know if he realized he did, but he conceded the point that, yeah, the left's doing that, but then, he, but here's why it's okay. And then he went on to justify throwing milkshakes himself. Right. And I'm like, you're doing it. You're doing it to me right now. You're just, you're defending violence right now, which was my point, which is that the left defends violence. Well, it's just a milkshake. And as we're talking, this Andy story comes up and I'm like, holy crap, look at this as we're having this conversation. So what part of this do you disagree with? Are you cool with the milkshakes they threw at him, but you disagree with the actual punches and the pummeling he took? At what point, where do you draw the line? And if you're cool with milkshakes, which this guy was, then what other objects are okay to hit people with if you don't like them? Tell me, are eggs okay? Like, it's like you're saying, where do you, where do you draw that line? The line is that you don't hit people with things. Yeah, just to be clear, the left, I mean, the left fundamentally is about violence. That's what it is philosophically and politically. You know, you, don't, don't, he, you don't walk around wearing a Che Guevara shirt and say you disavow violence. Like, that is violence. Marxism is violence. That's what it is. Marxism is violence by definition. It's violence. It's, it's taking shit from people. It's shooting people that don't, you know, conform to your Marxist ideology. That's what Marxism is. It's violence. It's authoritarian statist violence. So it's not, it's not surprising. Leftists have pre been pretending to be not about violence and we've been letting them get away with it. And now they're not pretending anymore. But there's a weird cognitive, um, what's that word? Dissonance that's happening because he's, this friend truly, as we were discussing, I was trying to figure him out. He truly was believed what he was saying. The left doesn't support violence. But then as, as we got deeper into the conversation, he himself was supporting it. And then, and then I got him to say, then he even said, well, it depends on the person. Like uh, his arguments for the milkshake throwing, his defense of the milkshake throwing kept changing because I would kind of push him against the wall in terms of, you know, and he would then come up with another argument for it. So one of his arguments was that, well, it depends on uh, the person you're throwing it at. I mean, that's basically what he was saying. If it's a Nazi, then it's okay. I'm like, again, that doesn't make any sense. Who decides who's a Nazi? Because these guys say Andy No is a Nazi. Uh, do you get to decide? Do I get to decide? The whole point is it, you can't say it depends on who the target is, whether or not violence is okay. No. And then, and then his third reason, his third argument was, well, it depends on the intent of the person throwing it. If the person's intent is just to embarrass you, it's okay. If it's to hurt you, then it's not okay. I'm like, how does that make any sense? If you hit me in the face with a milkshake, I don't really care if you were trying to embarrass me or hurt me. <laughs> you hit me in the face with a milkshake. Right. I was, gonna, I was trying to embarrass you by putting a bullet in your chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just stupid. Well, what you're seeing, Carrie, though, is... Uh, all those evasions, right, and rationalizations, it's because it's an emotionally held belief that is tied to some psychological need this person has. And it's, there, it's, a, it's a psychological problem, right? And so this, it's manifesting in this way, and they will do anything to defend it. So it, like logic's not going to work because anything they have to say, any evasion possible, they'll just rationalize, rationalize, rationalize it. Actually, that's interesting you say that because I actually responded at one point. I'm like, it did remind me of the Jonathan Haidt book. It's like, oh, you're, this is, I'm actually real time getting to watch someone um, 
with their their elephant, their emotional mind, guiding their rider, which is their rational mind. And you're you're working backwards trying to rationalize it in all these different ways. And each way, as I poke holes in it, then you go this other route, then you poke holes, because you're trying to justify it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's all that is, right? So, well, I guess that's all for today. Is there any final words of... Yeah, what, what, what final, here's, here's some advice. This is something a child knows. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. If you don't like what somebody has to say, you don't pick up a stick and a rock and throw it at them. You're not a toddler. Or you, sh- you know, you're not a toddler. Yeah, you are a toddler. <laughs> and if you are a toddler, you need a spanking. <laughs> I don't believe in, uh, I don't believe in spanking. No, I so, mean a verbal spanking. Sorry, let me be clear. If, a verbal spanking. I don't believe in uh, speaking either. Yeah, look, I don't think any uh, would-be Antifa are listening, but I think there's probably people that watch us who know people who support Antifa, because I know people who have supported Antifa, and I've cut them out of my life. But they, you know, they know people who support Antifa, or they just remain silent at work when people say things like, well, he's a provo- you know, provocateur, or he deserved it. It's just milkshake, blah, blah, blah. When they hear all those rationalizations, you remain silent because you're nervous or uncomfortable or whatever it is afraid don't you need to speak up because these people are trying to overthrow your government violently and and not in a way that some of you might fantasize not to create a smaller government they're trying to overthrow it to bring marxism in and you need to stand up for it and people around you you know when you challenge that when you say no antifa's a a terrorist organization. Antifa is evil. Antifa has ill motives. Antifa is violent. You're the, the, the truth is on your side. The truth is on your side. So speak up. Don't let people get away with it because when you remain silent, other people hear that and it becomes part of the accepted narrative that Antifa is just fighting Nazis and you know noble, noble Nazi fighters. Don't let that narrative persist. You know better. Thank you, guys. See you tomorrow. Don't hit anybody.